kinds of connections, from our neighbors to our co-workers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourselves? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with hosts Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. It's time to consider the possibilities. Good evening and welcome to Things Worth Considering. We're a weekly talk show and we're all about connections, uh, the ones that we make and the ones we miss, and most importantly, how we connect to ourselves. Uh, we have some great guests. Tonight, we have a wonderful woman uh, who hopefully will entice you, she will empower you, and she'll definitely give you some things worth considering. I'm your host, Gord Riddell, and I am here with my illustrious co-host, Dr. Alexia Jardusis, naturopathic doctor at large. Uh, we are live, and we would like you to join in our conversation if you would like to. Uh, please call us toll-free at one 888 346 9141. Now, I'll just tell you at the beginning of the show, since a couple of things are going to be offered, you may need a pen and pencil to write down a couple of addresses. So while we're just bantering here, uh, go and get a pen. (laughs) You might just want it. Our guest is Cheryl Stevens. She is a numerologist. She's an accomplished artist whose work just totally bedazzles. I love it a jazz and cabaret singer, and she will be performing on the show. Her story begins as a young girl who fell in love with MGM musicals. Who didn't? The music, the glitter of the performers. She was a girl who wanted to sing, act, and dance, just like in the movies. You were going to be a triple threat, weren't you? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tap dancing lessons and recitals added to her joy of singing. Uh, But then puberty hit. And her voice began to disappear until she could only sing about three notes before it would cut out on her. She then threw herself into art through school and on into art school. Cheryl started out illustrating in the fashion industry, eventually becoming an art director in advertising agencies. She's lived in New York, St. Louis, uh, uh, Indianapolis, and she now makes her home in Dallas, Texas. It wasn't always smooth sailing as she moved along, though, losing her singing voice, going through a heartbreaking divorce, and somehow she moved from connection to connection. For instance, the doctor who diagnosed that she actually had vocal polyps and would be able to have surgery on the condition that she had to quit smoking for six months. And a friend who also then got you up, they got you singing again after, after that. The vocal teacher who helped you to grow into singing and had two one-woman shows in the theater district in uh, New York City, and then a uh, multi-performer cabarets in Dallas, which you still do. Cheryl then had a numerology reading, which opened up her life's understanding to absolutely everything. It all fell into place in her mind. She then studied numerology, and today her biggest joy comes from doing numerology readings and helping people uncover their soul's mission. That followed, of course, by singing. Cheryl, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. Tell us about your MGM musicals. Well, I was, first of all, um, movies just saved me. A movie showed me that there was a whole different world out there. The beauty, the music, and, and the excitement of uh, just the gorgeousness of it. And I, I fell in love with the music, of course, immediately, but also the stories. The stories showed me that there were different kinds of people in the world. And, mm. uh, and I, it made me really want to uh, just get out there and, and meet them. 
<laughs> Where were you growing up? What city? I grew up in uh, in Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just curious. And then how okay. did you start, Cheryl, with deciding that you wanted to perform? Was it something with your, or not even perform, but just basically delve into that? Was it was it your family encouraging or was it something you did independently? Well, my mother, uh, my mother had me taking a tap dance lessons and, uh, and uh, dramatic arts, I remember, um, and had recitals in both of those. I didn't have singing lessons because I could sing naturally. Um, I, ne- I didn't perform singing. I only performed in dancing and dramatic arts, which were doing monologues. And uh, there was a, a, a woman named Cornelia Oda Skinner who was very famous for monologues, and she would travel all over the country and have shows, and I'd gotten to see her. So I thought that was fun because I really wanted to be an actress. So I felt like that was the entree into that. And um, I, I don't know, I guess I just thought I would always be able to sing until puberty. And the, the horror, the embarrassment was that I had signed up for Glee Club between um, eighth grade and, and high school. And then it was that summer that I lost my voice and I suddenly went, oh my, there's nothing there. And I tried to get out of the class, but they wouldn't let me. And so oh. the humiliation of having to get up and sing so the teacher could place your voice, whether you were a soprano or an alto or uh, whatever. And, um, and I just hated it, I was so embarrassed. And, um, and he said, you're a second soprano. And I thought, what is that? I had no idea. But I had so few notes. I've, I felt like I went for the next many, many years with just three notes. So I lip synced everything. Wow. <laughs> really? Did you really? I did. If I was in a, an office situation and there would be somebody's birthday party, I would just lip sync happy birthday. I couldn't begin to, you know, have oh. notes. Yeah. And so it's it such fun. a terrible feeling to have a sense of being embarrassed or humiliated about needing wanting to share a voice right so you already had your your path defined you were going to be the singer dancer actor i mean you were already defined by puberty with where you were headed right yeah that's a hard loss at that age yeah it was was there no doctor that found the polyps was was that not until later in life that was until later i didn't well that was because of smoking and i uh, but I did not have to have the surgery because I did quit smoking. Nothing else could have could have made me quit smoking. I was a very heavy smoker. Non-filters. I mean, people that knew me then couldn't even believe that I that I ever quit. But that was the only thing that made me want to quit. And um, wow. and so he said six months. And when I went back in six months, there were no polyps. So I never really. That's right. amazing. Was, amazing. Incredible. So, so when when you decided that you were going to go to art school, and was it a sense of, do you remember feeling a sense of loss around oh, not yeah. singing? I, I was always coloring and drawing as a child, so it was always a part of my life. But it was it wasn't something I expected to spend my life doing. I, I mean, not when I was little. I mean, not when I was still could sing and dance and everything. Um, but then I realized that that was the next best thing. So I was grateful that I made a living at it for 40 years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you must have been sort of okay. For- yeah. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But, you know, I never, I never enjoyed it or got as much, um, I don't know, thrill from it as, as I felt like I should have, you know. Mm. I felt like, I, but I knew why. I knew it was because it wasn't my 
first dream of my heart. Right, right. Yeah. And and what was it specifically about singing for you? It's the emotional connection, and that's the difference between painting and singing. Is the creative act when you're painting is you're by yourself, and by the time somebody sees your painting, you're not in that place anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, that, that already happened. That's why um, it was so hard for me to put a website together and try to roman- write romance copy for my paintings because I was like, well, I finally did that tonight. <laughs> Somebody goes to see my website. I wanted them to see something. So it, it kind of poured from me, and you'll know why when I tell you later about why. But, okay. um, but the, the joy of having your own expression and having it received at the same time you're giving it, there's nothing like it to me. Right. It's just right. It's like a conversation. Yes. And that's why cabaret means so much to me because – I'm not singing to be pretty or to, to you know, make somebody jolly. I'm singing to touch their hearts so they can get in touch with what, you know, because we keep so much inside. And yes. to me, Cabaret brings it out. And, and to be able to cry together is, <laughs> what's a bigger gift? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, to be able to move someone to tears through your voice, I, I experienced it once that stands out for me. And it's with Maureen Forrester. And, and she was a, a Wagner specialist. And she wow. was singing Wagner's uh, something. It was called Die Kinder, which means the children. That's all I know in German. Uh, I don't know anything that she was singing about. They didn't have back then any surtitles or stuff. Just her voice and the, the emotion this woman admitted. I mean, I had tears streaming down my face. It was so powerful. And I had no idea what she was singing about. Um, you know, it was an amazing piece of music, but she was an amazing singer. Well, and that's, there are all those elements. There are the lyrics, there's the music, and there's the voice. And yeah. then there's the intention, you know, the heart yeah. connection. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, that was what was probably what I could feel the most was her exactly. connection to it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure yeah. tell us a little bit of how you ended up, before we started the show, you mentioned that there was this sense of not, needing your voice to be pretty. Can you can you talk about that a little bit more? I guess because, you know, I mentioned Julie Wilson, who was really yes. a, a singer who I think when she was younger, I know she was very successful in New York, and I imagine she sang beautifully then. But by the time she came back in the mid-'80s to New York as a cabaret singer, um, her voice was husky, and but her interpretation was what knocked me out. I just, um, it just went right to my soul and, and my heart and my guts. And I mean, and I just, I, because she was so, she believed every word she was singing. And she wasn't singing pretty songs either. But she could sing kind of some uh, risque songs sometimes. And her heart was in that too. And they yeah, were very funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, that really helped me let go of that. That was another piece that I, I knew that I, Although my voice was pretty when I was really a young child, I could sing very high and very pretty and, and all that. And I loved that feeling of what that felt like in my throat and to my ears. But, um, but I had to let it go because as, as this adult, I didn't have that. But I was introduced very quickly to Stephen Sondheim and um, mm. Elaine Stritch. Who also? Oh you know, my God, I love her. Yes, yes, yeah. and the ladies who lunch. Yeah, so, <clears throat> ladies who lunch. Yeah, right. So 
So this this uh, just moved me beyond thinking that you have to be pretty to be meaningful. And then, you know, like, look at Tom Waits, I, who I adore. Right. I mean, yeah. couldn't be the furthest from pretty. Right. <laughs> so, even you could say that with Leonard Cohen on some I level. Know, right? even, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so you know, know, when you were doing when you were doing your monologues, <clears throat> I just – I just had a sense that, you know, you would have been pretty interesting, like an Elaine Stritch kind of a thing. You were tap dancing while you were doing these monologues. No, not really. <laughs> no, but that probably would have been fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> it? It sounds like, you know, you could have made it work, you know that? Oh, I could have, if I if I'd had any sense. <laughs> That's funny. And, okay. And, Gerald, um, so, so you, you know, in terms of your career, when did you, you were working and are you still working as an artist? It sounds like you are. I've been painting recently and, uh, and, and put some, well, I found some photographs that I had taken professionally um, about 30 years ago from some paintings I had sold then. And so when I found this uh-huh. art website where people could make beautiful prints out of, uh, and not only on paper or canvas, but on metal and plexiglass, and they're incredible. Um, I'm just stunned at what they can do now. And so I thought, well, I guess I'll just do that, and um, it'll be a fun thing to see those paintings come alive again that I'd sold 30 years ago. So, um, So I've added some new paintings. I still have some paintings there, too. But I don't consider myself that that I'm working at it. I'm, you know, it's more of right, a right, right. Career. But it's still expression for you because expression for you to continue to be singing, it's it's just so inspiring. I think it's just fantastic. Thank you. Oh yeah, Thank you so much. And you you you're both of you are in a singing group, right? Yes. Like a yes. an on, online singing group. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, Alexia will be singing along with you this evening. <laughs> exactly. Should have told me that. Incredible. She sings. Beautiful. I should not have told you that. That's what I hear. That's and what I hear. she plays the guitar. She's incredible. And oh, the bongos. Well, back to Cheryl. Let's bring this back to you, Cheryl. So, so you, I, I'm very curious about the um, time that you, you know, you worked in advertising, and then what was it specifically that said, "I want to sing again." Well, um, first of all, I had had that numerology reading when I was 35. So, you know. Yes, let's, yes, let's talk about that. Uh, Sure. So um, I had just gone through a divorce and, um, and and I was always curious about metaphysics. And, um, and so I, I had just discovered reincarnation, actually, when I was (laughs) even younger than that. And I was so excited. I, I just went around telling everyone. You know, well, you find out this is this answers everything. You know, I was just so so excited. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, I I thought when I I was trying to find more about myself, I had um, signed up for this class in the silver. It was called Silver Mind Control at the time. It's still going on and now called the Silver Method. I know a couple of people that are taking it right now, and um, hmm. and it was quite amazing to me and it also um, was where I met the person that did my numerology chart and became my teacher and when I saw my own chart I was like yes 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 I am this I am these things I I can do this and it just thrilled me it was such an affirmation that um, and I just love to do this for people ever since I mean the minute I could uh, see my own chart I started and 
have those lessons from her, I, I started reading for other people. And so I've been doing that for like 46 years. And so on the side, wow. you know, I was really doing my, my uh, advertising career. <laughs> yeah, and I can attest to, I, I've had Cheryl do my numerology, and it was really, really beautiful. I've never had it done before, but even just with Cheryl, the energy and the interpretation that you brought and the clarity, which was very helpful. So I, I really, uh, I really would highly recommend that for, for people. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, and, the, yeah. and seeing the numbers that came up for you were no surprise at all to me from already knowing you and feeling your energy. But that's what I love is that, that, that when you look at it on paper, there the numbers are that I would expect to see. Yeah. Not because yeah. I'm so and how do, you, how do you find this helps people? I mean, aside from what you were saying, it's validating. And I think, do, do you find it also gives people more clarity? Yes, I think, first of all, I think they can, because life is complicated and, and tricky and difficult and, and can be painful and heartbreaking sometimes. Yeah. And, and by the time we're an adult, we have responsibilities and the complexity of relationships. And there's so much that's in the way or can be in the way of our remembering our dream for ourselves. Yeah, so, I, think, I think that's interesting what you say about remembering our dreams. No. But speaking of numbers, speaking of numbers. We have to take two minutes out. Oh, all right. We'll be right back for a commercial. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll-free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiusis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Welcome back. We're here with the lovely Cheryl 
Stevens, and uh, we're just starting to talk about your entry into the world of numerology, which fascinates us. You know, I, right before the program began, I remembered something that I think you'll especially enjoy, um, Gord, is that I can remember my earliest influences um, for positive thinking were the Reader's Digest quotes that came okay. monthly to our house, and the Dale Carnegie book my father had, and the the Norman Vincent Peale book my mother had, and so. I really took th that kind of thing to heart. And so that, when I got to that point at 35 where I saw my numerology chart, I was really ready to say, wow, these things are true, that I can, um, I can create my own life and, and the way I want it as much as you can with dealing with other people and life's responsibilities. But at least I can, you know, operate from my heart, really. Right, right. And connect to my soul. So um, you were asking me uh, why people might want to have a reading, or maybe Alexia said that. Yeah. Um, and I asked a friend of mine the other day, I said, what would you, what would you say? Why, why did you want a reading? And she said, um, to hear the greatness of the, my blueprint. It was stunning. Mm. And, and to have the confidence to pursue my dreams. Mm. And for the self-love it gives me. Um, and I especially want to focus, too, on people in the second half of life, which is, I'm getting close to the end of that second half, even. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... Act three. Uh. <laughs> at 83, nearly 83. But that th this is a time to bring even deeper meaning and more purpose to your life, to resurrect the dreams. If somebody's retiring, this is the time to, f to really go back and... And so to me, that's another thing that I can provide on a numerology reading is, is to take you back to your original blueprint. And, and uh, some people call it a soul contract. Um, that and I think created. that's wonderful because many people, when they retire, they don't feel a sense of purpose. Exactly. And they struggle with their value, which is really not okay in the world, in our societies. So the fact that you do this and you've continued to do it it's is amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I never ever get tired of it. Every every time I open up a chart, it's just like a gift to be able to see how it works and and uh, and it's it's simple, but it's there. You know, I, just for an example, the um, the other day, and I I do charts every day just for my own self, just to look at. Um, so anybody that that crosses my uh, interest during a day online or or television or whatever, I was watching that um, rerun of Ken Burns' jazz series, and I looked at the life of Charlie Parker. I could not believe he died mm. that young and made that kind of an impact. But for instance, his, his life path was the 22-4, which is the empire builder, and he built an empire of bebop. Mm. Right. But he, wow. had, he had a challenge with drugs and alcohol that killed him. And that's right. on this chart too. And it's oh, on his chart. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, not really? that he would die wow. from it, but that it would be a challenge. No. But, but, you know, we know that's how he died. But, but anyway, so I never get tired of, of um, looking at another chart. And in fact, in the last chapter of my book that's on Amazon, um, I have several different people's 
um, names and, uh, you know, their birth names and their birth dates so that if they're somebody that interests you, you can do their chart. By the time you get to the last chapter, you'll know how to do it, how to do it there. <laughs> What's the title of your book, Cheryl, that people can find on Amazon? It is called The Numerology Playbook. Okay. And it's, for, it's definitely done for beginners because most of my students have um, said that they all they can figure out is their birth date and therefore their life path, at, that, which is just about timing and where you're going and, and when. But they can't do the, the name, which is who you are, and that's where all the gifts and the, everything is. And mm. um, because the books get, most books get too complex, and they do the name after you've, you know, after we're, right. after the birth. Right, right. So you also have, yeah, and, and I just, I'm, I'm kind of going backwards, but that's okay. I just popped okay. into my mind. You also have a CD, correct? Or more CDs? I do. And you, you have know at least what? one CD? I have I have one CD and it is I I couldn't believe it it's on Amazon I just was like I looked for it yesterday because I thought it was fantastic it's uh, but there's only one new copy on Amazon that's like three bucks or something it's from 2004 but then there are some others that are uh, used like new or new (laughs) some some new ones that that cost more. But, um, huh? but I have I have lots of them. I have a lot of them. So that's that is so great. <laughs> so I just wanted to it just jumped into my mind when you said you had um, a book on Amazon, and I thought, oh yeah, the CD as well. Well, so, I was surprised to see that it was there too. <laughs> how how long ago did you write the book? I wrote the book in 2017. Oh, okay, so quite recently then. Because you, you must have at least five books inside of you. <laughs> well, somebody, well, several people, uh, several of my younger friends have asked me to write a memoir. And, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I will because um, I found out how to be happy. And I, I can't think of anything better. Right. You know? Right. You know, not, not that many people at age 50 can say that. And you're doing well to say that at 51. 50s are tough. That's a decade that's kind of tough in astrology and numerology, but yeah, it's kind of a life review decade, and um, and so I read. So is that what you're doing now that you're fifty one? That I'm fifty one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eighty three. You're eighty three. <laughs> yeah, God love I love you. it. I Amazing. Love it. Amazing, Cheryl. But um, but I I read a lot for people in their fifties because yeah. it's a tough time I think for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And, and you know, there's a, a piece. Can I read it from your from your website? Sure. That really, really, I loved. And I think it sort of touches on this. And I think that, you know, you're very an astute person. So uh, this is on your numerology website. You say we have multiple relationships with so many people living out so many roles from a child to a teenager, adult, spouse, parent, friend, colleague, associate, boss, employee, patient, client. We mean so many different things to so many different people. We've spent our whole lives learning about the world outside of ourselves, in books, online, in school, in business, at home, in travel, in our dealings with others. And then one day we may stop to realize that there's something missing. We haven't learned much about ourselves. We may feel that we haven't done many of the things that we wanted to, and yet we're not even sure what those things actually were, just having a sense of not feeling really fulfilled. 
You know, I think that's that's absolutely a, a perfect read of what's going on out there right now. Well, thank you. That's that that is that really does say why this is important to know who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't have your dreams. That's true. That's true. Do you think do you do you think that the pandemic has really brought this to the surface? For other people, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to want this? I, yeah. would think so. I hope so. I hope that that's a gift from our having not been able to distract ourselves by being out and about and, you know, being entertained by other people or whatever. <laughs> We've been spent more time on the inside. Yeah. Well, there was so much lockdown you time. Yeah. You know, uh, certainly in, in, in Ontario, we've been locked down for weeks and months. Oh. <laughs> it was crazy. But there, there seems to be, I referred to it in the beginning of the pandemic as frozen. And, and now it's becoming more restless. It's becoming uh, irritating, <laughs> irritable, uh, right. that, you know, there's something going on on the inside when we start to exhibit that. I, I mean, I'm hoping this is the great spiritual awakening of mankind and person kind. Uh, but I'm sure it's not. Uh, but there seems to be that unfulfilled, like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Well, it's a perfect time for people to do that work within, because obviously this isn't where we want to still be as things shift. We want to be higher and better and more fulfilled and, and help others. You know, yes. I mean, if you're happy, you are much more apt to be able to help someone else. Yeah. True. Very, very well said, Cheryl. I think that's that's the big key. There is, is you know, the fact that you said even in your book that you have sort of discovered a sense of being happy. What does that What does that mean? And through your experiences, but what I love is that you didn't give up on your dreams. Yeah, I did. And you allowed yourself to say, "I'm going to step into this." So. Um, I think I just want to, you know, applaud you and say that, yeah, this is a real, you know, a, a real beacon of saying, look what's possible. Well, you know, it never stops. It never stops. Yes, it's so true. And to keep to keep going for it, because um, about eight years ago, my beloved piano player fell in love with a woman online and moved to the Netherlands from Dallas, left Dallas and and uh, I, I haven't helped him pack it's with a broken heart, but I, I wanted him to go. You know, I, yeah. I, I knew it would change his life and it would be the best thing for him. And, um, and I love him dearly. And so I, I didn't have that connection that I'd had all 16 years with him. And, um, but I did have another friend who would invite me to do cabaret reviews. And so... I would get to at least perform again with somebody that I trusted and everything, but, um, and, and enjoy, you know, being able to touch some people's hearts. And, and so that was wonderful. And then the pandemic hit. So none of that, but during this, um, last spring was when we discovered, I discovered the brothers Corin um, course that, or I met Alexia and yes. these two young men who I hope someday you could get on your, on your I, I, I plan to contact them for sure. Oh, <laughs> they, are, they are truly angels. I say that every time I mention them, but they really they are. are. And they, yeah. they were in the big time and still could be, I guess. But they decided to help um, other singers really develop their own hearts and express it through writing songs that really meant something. 
And um, and then they thought, well, not only the professionals, we can help real people because everybody has a voice and most people yeah. don't use it. And so uh, when I took that course, and it was like seven weeks, it changed my life. It, 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 it enlarged it even more and it took away the fear of not good enough and um, and just putting it out there just because yeah. it's in there and needs to be out. And right, it right. needs to be expressed. And speaking of which, you do you want to do you want to tell us a little bit about this um, silent auction you have going on with your paintings? With art, yes. Well, your art is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Seriously, and, your art is so beautiful. It's and you stunning. have two different websites. We have to make sure that there's the numerology one and then there's the one with the paintings, correct? Okay. Yes. Well, the first one, the numerology is CherylStevens.com. So it's S-H-E-R-L-E-S-T-E-V-E-N-S. Yep. And then the um, art website starts out with Cheryl Stevens and then you add studio. So there's the S at the end of Stevens and then the S for studio. Dot com and it's studio singular, so that's where so you're it's Stevens paintings. Studio. So there's two yeah. S's, two right. S's, two S's right there. Okay. Yeah, and okay. um, and so Write that down people. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, and, what I looked at with your art, I was just blown away with. You know, you, have, you have a thing with faces. You've captured faces and eyes. That are very difficult for most artists. You know what happened when I when I went to high school, that first that first semester, I, I, I of course I signed up for art too because I'd always drawn and colored and everything, but uh, and I'd had some art classes in junior high, but I wasn't specifically very good, until one day we in eighth grade we had to draw each other and I did a profile of one of the boys in the class who still has that even at our 60th anniversary of our reunion from high school he was telling me he still has it but and i wow. thought oh my gosh i can draw people i can i can make it look i mean everybody knew who it was the drawing and then wow. i got to high school and that first semester where i had the humiliation at, at the glee club but when i i was walking in the hall right outside the art class and they had last year's art up on the wall. And I remember looking at this one drawing of a face straight on. And I thought, that's how you draw eyes. That's how you draw lips. And I have drawn them and painted them that way ever since. So I, I owe that debt to whatever child taught me that. <laughs> that's, that's so great. And it's but your to ability to, to see it, though. You know, I think it ties to the same way I feel about when I sing. Mm. I don't, I don't know how exactly to explain that, but um, it's an intensity. Right, right. Yeah, something you feel, and maybe the connection there. Strong feeling, yeah. And so that's why I got into well, fashion illustration was something that people did in department store advertising. That's how I started. And um, I actually had fashion illustration classes in high school and college and, and then took real painting and life drawing and, and everything later in, in art school. So, so you, you got to go to all of the uh, fashion shows? and No, that's really more the fashion industry, not the advertising industry, unfortunately. Okay. I never got to no, do I thought when you were being an illustrator <laughs> that uh, no, you would get I, to paint them coming down the runway or something. Yeah, no, I wish. I wish. No, but that's another whole... Um, <laughs> 
that's another whole industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so it, tell us a little bit about the silent auction you've got oh, coming. Okay. So the silent auction. Well, well, first of all, I have to tell you the epiphany. Oh yes. So oh, okay. I started sure. doing a, a lot of. Um, I, I, I started doing a lot of, of numerology readings recently with some people that I had known back when I trained to be a um, life coach with Debbie Ford, the late Debbie Ford, who I. Oh yeah. Yep. And she was a mentor, a teacher, and a friend. And one time she told me, she called me um, on the phone, and she said, you need to have a radio show like I do. And I said, oh, Debbie. I couldn't pause. But she, she thought I should have a, re- a numerology radio show. And she said, I will bring um, Deepak and Marianne and all the gang, and you can read our charts online. <laughs> I wasn't ready, I didn't think. But anyway, somebody that I met during that, time of training, um, I began to do a reading for her and then her sister and then her other sister and then her sister's daughter and then her sister's daughter's friends. And so there was this whole wonderful group of people that I've been reading for recently. And it brought me such joy. They were such wonderful souls. They are such wonderful souls that I, and one day I had this epiphany and I thought, if this were the last day of my life, and I felt like I do now, I wasn't ill or anything, but I just felt like this. What would I most want to do? How would I spend that last day? And you're going to hold that. The whole day. People are just going to have to wait to the end of commercial. How would you spend your last day? We'll be back in two minutes. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back. And we are here with Cheryl Stevens. Cheryl, we cut you off intentionally. (laughs) If this was your last 24 hours on this earth, this time around, what, what would you, what did you decide you wanted? 
what, singing or numerology? Well, the first thing I thought of was what I want to paint, which is what I've done all those years, and I'm still doing. And I thought, no, no, I've done enough of that. Would I want to sing? Yes, I would want to sing a few songs, sure. Because now that I'm letting myself do that, of course, I would be joyful. But what I really wanted to do was as many readings as I could to help as many people as I could discover their greatness and their dreams and to realize that that the things that they really did dream about were there for them. Right. So beautiful. That that brought me peace. That brought me a peace that I had never had before. Wow. A different kind of of feeling Um, because I've, you know, and, and my astrology friend said, uh, oh, this is just Capricorn, because I said, you know, Diane, I always feel like I should, if I'm painting, I ought to be working on my uh, numerology website, or if I'm doing numerology readings, I feel like I should get back to the painting. And I, I said, I never feel like I'm in the right place at the right time. And she said, that's just Capricorn, because she's a Capricorn, too. But, <laughs> but actually, this brought the piece of, no, this is what I would want to do, and this is what's most important. So... About a day or two after that, I thought, I'm going to auction off my paintings because of the ones that I still have that are originals. Uh, I'm still going to have my website where people can get prints. And the prints, you know, are really, I have to say, gorgeous. And especially the ones on metal and acrylic just knock me out. But um, so I thought I'm going to auction off the paintings because I don't have any heirs and I'll be 83. And even though I feel like I'm in fabulous health, who knows, you know, I mean, yeah. so yeah. I want them to have good homes. I mean, you know, I want them to have, especially with younger people, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so that, so that uh, they won't just, you know, be in somebody's resale shop when I'm gone. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what and I thought, well, I think I'll do that live on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm going to do a silent auction. I don't have the guts to, to try to. And also, I don't have an assistant to be like right. you know, looking at the yeah. at the bids while I'm, you know, trying to hold up another painting. But this way, people uh-huh. will be able to see, you know, the ones that are framed. They'll be able to see the frames and they'll be able to see the quality of the back and, you know. That the you realize, show that you picked a time that you're in complete competition with us. I know. Is it a you're Thursday? Not. Thursday at 8 o'clock. That's our time. <laughs> is the 11th on a Thursday? I didn't even look yes, yet. It, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Well, I picked 11-11 because that's, such, that's a, actually a gateway number. Yes. Yeah. I'll have to listen no, to that show. That's Remembrance Day here in Canada. Yes, Canada I know. in, in yes. the UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you have. But, uh, but Cheryl, what are the details? So, how do people they they're going to go onto Facebook, Facebook and there's something else you're on Instagram. Okay, on Facebook Live, I am on. Uh, I'm at Cheryl Stevens, and I'm at Cheryl Stevens Studio, um, on on um, Facebook, and then on Instagram, I'm at Cheryl Stevens. So, I'm going to try to do them both simultaneously between a phone. And, and the computer. <laughs> Perfect. So, so I don't know if it'll be an hour maybe to show. I think I've got 17 pieces. And some of them, one of them is like five feet square. I think that's the biggest one. And then some of wow. them are like eight by 10. Um, some of them are oil, some are acrylic. And uh, one is a pastel that's framed. And, um, 
And then I'm going to say, you've got 48 hours, I'm going to take the highest bid. But I will have a bottom line figure. So, right. Of course, it absolutely. Will be, sure. It will be considerably less than what they are selling for on my on my website because I have very high prices on my website. I'm right. coming way down from that because I do want to sell them. I think it's so it's so great that you want to share this and and you're also offering uh, something for the listeners around numerology readings. Yeah, is that correct? Well, that's the other part. The, yes, that's the other part of the um, having read for all those related wonderful people the other day. Um, I had posted something on Facebook that asked if you wanted to uh, have a reading, what would you want to know? And for anybody that answered me, I said, if you'll send me your birthday, I'll tell you what's going on in your life this year, what this year's about. And so when those people started responding, and I, I said, you know, I think I'll give you 50% off of my reading for August and September. And so they started taking me up on it. And one of the ones um, that I had known from back in Debbie Ford days said, well, I wouldn't have paid your $200 fee for myself, but since you're doing it for a hundred dollars, I'm going to buy one for three of my friends and myself. So she ended up paying a lot more, but she got you know, so much more. And so that touched me so much that 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 made this available to people who would not have otherwise done this. So I decided I'm going to keep that from now on. And I have two buttons a gift. On, my, on my website: thirty minutes for a hundred dollars, or seventy-five minutes for two hundred. And if some random person comes on and buys a two hundred dollar one, great. I'll probably talk to them for two or three hours. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm just telling everybody: all you have to do is <clears throat> click on the thirty minute one, and you'll get seventy five to ninety minutes uh, for a hundred dollars. Right. And if people mention wow. the podcast that they listen to you here, yes, yes, that's part of it, right? Yeah, and so you can contact me on my website, especially the numerology website, um, because. There's a place, well, I guess there is on my website too. There's a place where you can contact me and send me your uh, phone number. My phone number is on my numerology website, so you can text me. I'm great on texting. So that would work. And then I can that get back to That is such a you. gift. And all I need is your, your birth certificate name and your birth date. Not, I don't need to know where you were born. So. Yeah, it's not astrology. <laughs> oh, it's not astrology. <laughs> and actually, yeah. numerology is older than astrology. They say, really, really? at least at least ten thousand years. Yeah. Wow. And, and it was in many countries that are now, it, you know, more like Afghanistan and. Well, it it kind of makes sense because um, there's something I think around numbers that that well, I guess who knows, but but I feel that there's something around numbers and patterns. Mm-hmm. That's what I wonder, but that's also in sound too, and and also in the planets. But yes. um, I think that that's really cool, and I think it's great for people that can contact you and have the reading, and then also very exciting around the show and your 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 live show around you know having the sales of the paintings. That'll be very exciting. And I'm doing the readings on Zoom now. I I used to just do them on the phone, but this is so much more fun to see each other now yeah. that we've gotten Zoom you know, connected to Zoom, and I can remember from one day to the next how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if I get a phone call now, I'm like, this is weird. This is like, you know, part of a person in my ear kind of thing. Because <laughs> I'm used to being able to chat with people over Zoom, you know. Right. Um, yeah. It, yeah, and it, it's 
definitely much more enjoyable. I mean, you could do that, I guess, if, you know, people who use uh, FaceTime and stuff all the time with Apple products, you know, but, you know, I just love this. You know, a real phone call now just really irritates me. <laughs> because I, can't... I want to on, on Zoom because I've got the, the pro thing, so it doesn't have to be a 40-minute, you know, deal. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Makes yeah. Big, and makes the, the face tells us so much, you oh, know, yeah. who we're talking to. Well, and, it, you know, it's been for me, it's, reading this way has been like, like singing um, cabaret. I can see the reaction. And then exactly, nothing, exactly. there was nothing more precious than when Alexia had tears over my song. When I did her reading, I sang a song too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's so, it's so great to hear you sing. And, and I find that, again, like I don't know much about cabaret. It's never been part of really my life very much. But I, I'm always very touched when I hear you sing. And you just have such a, you feel like I, to me, it's just, you, you embody it and, and that you can feel that it's so heartfelt. Thank you yeah. so much. I think that I'm feeling a song coming on from you. I think oh, so too, uh, Cheryl. Right I, now, oh, yeah. Again, let me get some water. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. I named the show, the title of this show is actually the name of the song, which you're going to say. Well, this so tell is, us about the song, Cheryl. The song is, is called Here's to Life. I first heard it from Shirley um, Horn. I saw her sing in New York um, mm. years ago. And it's from her album, also called Here's to Life. Okay, take it away, Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> no complaints and no regrets. I still believe in chasing dreams and placing bets where I have learned that all you give is all you get so give it all you've got I've had my share I drank my fill and even though I'm satisfied I'm hungry still to see what's down another road beyond the hill and do it all again so here's to life and every joy it brings. Here's to life, to dreamers and their dreams. Funny how the time just flies, how love can go from warm hellos to sad goodbyes and leave you with the memories you've memorized to keep your winters warm. Where there's no yes in yesterday and who knows what tomorrow brings or takes away. As long as I'm still in the game, I want to play for laughs, for life, for love. So here's to life and every joy it brings. Here's to life, to dreamers and their dreams. May all your storms be weathered and all that's good get better. Here's to life. Here's to love. 
Here's to you. Beautiful. So beautiful. That's so beautiful. Wonderful. Oh, Cheryl. Thank just you. thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's so incredible to be seen, to be heard, to be loved. That's all we all want. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. But, you know, you pursued the things that, you know, you weren't aiming for happiness. Happiness is that wonderful byproduct you get to have. Yeah. You know, you were yes. doing what fulfilled you, what filled you. You know, and I think that's such a, a powerful statement in itself where people are like, oh, I just want to be happy. And, and it's not, that's not how we get there. No. You know? Yeah. It's connection. Connection yeah. is, is everything. It's, it is. It is. And to yeah. be able to connect, you have to reveal your heart. Hmm. Yeah, that's the work of Brene Brown, isn't it? You know, like Very it's, true. In, it's yeah. in our vulnerability. Yeah. You know, yes, the thing absolutely. that we're the most afraid of is a place that we, we connect through, you know. Um, well, and I think it's, it's well, and also before Brene Brown, but even the vulnerability now, Cheryl, for you to just step in with this confidence and this ease that just, it just felt so wonderful to hear you, but also see you sing. You know, yeah. it's so amazing to say, to hear you say confidence, because there isn't any. It's like I've let go of having to have confidence to be wow. able to do it. It's, it's a, an incredible release. Absolutely. You're just so authentic. It's just so authentic. I know that, it, that it's, it's more painful not to do it. It's more painful to keep it to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheryl, it's, thank you no so much. Well said. So much for being here. Uh, oh, if people, if you didn't get her, her number down, her, her name is Cheryl, S-H-E-R. L-E, Stevens with an S. And that's a V, not a P-H. S-T-E-V-E-N-S. Look her up on Google. You'll find her. She's wonderful. Uh, again, thank you so much for honoring us with uh, your presence. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, uh, so next week, it's, uh, oh, my God, it's coming up to the end of October already. I can't believe it. And, of course, we're going into Halloween. So uh, Alexia and myself, we will be here next week. Maybe doing a little trick or a little treating, something to do when with the, Halloween. When the veil is thin. When it's very thin, we might, who knows, I'll start channeling Ethel Merman or something. <laughs> um, I hope so. listening to things oh, worth oh. considering. We'll be back next Thursday at 8 p.m. Have a great week. Good night, everyone. for tuning into Things Worth Considering. Please join your hosts, Alexia Georgiousis and Gord Riddell for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are.